0: Today's guest is going to explain why it's super important, now more than ever, to wake up and show up. So let's do it.
1: You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success, and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200
0: breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Okay, everybody, welcome to another exciting, motivating, empowering episode of the Elevate Your A podcast. I am joined today by Portia Scott of Wake Up and Show Up, the Wake Up and Show Up podcast, and she's in Atlanta. And Portia, oh my gosh, thank you for being on Elevate Your Eight today.
1: Oh my goodness, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. It's super so, exciting. It is. I was excited when I got your, your invite.
0: So I, I became uh, connected with Portia at the Podcast Movement Evolutions Conference. Her session was the very first session that I went to, and it really definitely jump-started my experience there. Um, and so I think I, I wrote to you in the app right away, I must have you on my show. Let's get into your origin story first. And your service means a lot to me because I have two siblings that are in the army right now. So let's go back to the beginning um, from army to business, to podcast, tell us everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't this big elaborate plan to go into the army. Actually, I had as totally different plan after high school. I wanted to go to college. I uh, wanted to go into law. I wanted to do acquisitions and mergers. Uh, oh my because gosh. I, I know I wanted to get into law, but I didn't want to do the criminal stuff. So I wanted mm-hmm. to do the easy stuff, make a lot of money and be good. And that's not really <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so um, what happened was I had this really big dream and I had absolutely no plan. And so here comes Close to graduation, and I didn't even have an acceptance letter because I hadn't even sent out any applications. So, wow, I know I had taken my SAT, I'd done all that stuff, but I literally did not plan this at all. Um, And so, needless to say, during that summer, um, I did apply to a couple of colleges and I did get in, um, but I ended up going to DeVry, right? To study oh, yeah, computer right. programming. Because at the <laughs> time, computer programming was the thing. But mm-hmm. I'm this extrovert. And I get in these classes, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? Right. You are not gonna, you're not going to survive here. you know. And so I knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I thought, well, okay, maybe teaching. Um, And I applied at Georgia State. But in between me applying at Georgia State, I also went to go see an Army recruiter. My father was in the Army, Uh and I never, ever wanted to be in the military at all. But I went to the recruiter because I said, well, you know what? One, I need money for college. And two, I could travel the world. So it seemed like a win-win situation. So I signed up for the Army. I get in. I'm in boot camp. And my mm-hmm. letter of acceptance from Georgia State comes while I'm oh in Oh, my gosh. believe it? Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you're a day late and a dollar short. <laughs> like, I'm here now. I'm committed. And so I spent uh, about five years in the Army because I was deployed to Kuwait and Iraq. Um, oh, my gosh. Twice. And so on my last deployment, it pushed out my enlistment term a little bit because I was there for a year. And so my enlistment was you know, becoming over, but it got pushed out because I was over in Iraq. So uh, I knew I wanted to get out. I got out, I met my husband. Uh, in the army, so the guy who was cheering me on at Podcast Evolutions, we actually met in Iraq. So, oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Oh, so that's we-
0: right. I remember now. I, <laughs> he was sitting to my right, and he was in the front row. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that was him. And so um, he, when we got married, he ended up staying uh, overseas for another two and a half years, and then oh, finally wow. we ended up. Massachusetts. Uh, And when we moved to Massachusetts, that's when I went back to work because I got pregnant in between this time and all kinds of other stuff. So I stayed home for a year um, and I started working as an administrative assistant uh, to the chief informations officer. And it was there that I fell in love with project management. And so from there, I ended up getting another job and I just started my career in project management. So I did that for about 11 years. And I mean, I love it. I still love it. But I knew there was something that I felt was missing that Mm -hmm. I wanted to do that I wanted to figure out and I didn't know what that was. And so my husband and I were on holiday in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, and we're on a beach. And Chris, it was there that I realized like, wow, you have not been living your life. you I told my husband, I feel so comfortable. I feel so connected with you on this beach. And he told me, well, I feel connected to you, whether I'm on the beach halfway around the world or having morning coffee with you. And that was the moment, right? That was the moment that I was like, I'm doing all the things, but I'm kind of just letting life live it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where the podcast was born from that moment. Cause I said, I can't be the only one living this. And even if I am, I want to tell my story so other people can start to show up intentionally in their lives.
0: And I love that. And I love that the, just the name of your podcast says it right there. It's, you know, wake up and then show up and and I'm going to tell you how to make it happen. And I, I love that. So when you were teaching us at Podcast Movement in that 20 minute session. It's amazing to think how much material can get cranked out in 20 minutes, but you talked about something called raising the bar and bar was an acronym. So what does bar mean and how can we use that to be more productive, to show up as you, as you say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for me, you know, I had managed and executed projects for 11 years, but when it was time for me to do it on my own, I never told anyone, but it was very hard for me to execute my own goals, my own visions, anything. I could tell people what to do. I could do it. And I think times we think that, well, you need more planning. You need more strategic planning. You need Mm -hmm. this, but you need to execute. And the way that that happens is not more planning but understanding our behaviors. And so that's where, you know, the bar method comes in, which uh-huh. is the, our behaviors, they produce our actions and our mm-hmm. actions produce our results. And so what we say is when we put all of those three things together, we get the internal narratives, our stories, that we keep telling each other over and or telling ourselves over and over again. And so bar really is behaviors, actions and results. And so the way that we navigate that, we call it four archetypes or a fancy word for behaviors, right? Uh And so we look at those archetypes. And so we have the CEO, we have the free spirit, we have the good Samaritan, and we have the perfectionist. And so each of them has their own behavior type. So when we look at being more productive, um, especially now, I like that we should ask ourselves kind of these questions to figure out where you, you know, where you fit because we'll each have a couple of them, but one of them will be the main one that you're like, that is definitely me. So, you know, for the perfectionist, we always ask like, do you run full force? You know, are you driven by results, success? Are you highly focused? And so for this particular person, especially in this climate, working from home, the COVID-19, all of these things, this particular person is is the type of person that would draw closer to work, that would dive right in because they want to get it done. They want to make sure that everything is good and together. And so it is important that this person uh, take a breather, honestly, that this person steps back because as quickly as they dive in, they also get burned out. And so for them, everything is so important and a priority. So I tell them get prioritize one to three things and do those. That's it. One to three things and do those. And once they're done, go on to something else. But definitely right. to take a break for that person. Um, for the free spirit, right? That I think all of us have in is that you have five thousand taps open in your mind and on your computer, right? Okay. So Guilty as charged. (laughs) And so they like freedom. They like adventure. They're multi-passionate. They're risk takers, but not with much strategy. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes that particular person, it's hard to try to build focus, but we have to try to build that focus muscle. So this is what I like to tell them is that do one thing for 30 minutes because we can do anything for 30 minutes. And so kind of break your things up into 30 minutes, but 30 minutes, they may work on the Christmas peak, uh, podcast. And then for 30 more minutes, they may go and draw a picture of Portia Scott. And then for 30 more minutes, you know, (laughs) to break that up because we don't want to take you out of your behaviors, but we want to optimize your behavior so that you are more effective. Um, and so that's what I tell them and it helps with their creativity. And then the good Samaritan is, do you say yes to avoid conflict and only obtain people's approval? you know, that's the good Samaritan. (laughs) They approval, they enjoy building relationships, they enjoy doing for people, but oftentimes to their own detriment. Mm -hmm. And so the good Samaritans, now they are very productive. Why? Because they want that approval. Mm -hmm. And so when they produce, they get approval. So more approval, more production. But we want to make sure that they're doing it for the right reasons, that they're sitting down and that they're saying, this is important to me. And so one of the things that they will do is they will procrastinate if they think it does not line up with someone else's approval, not their own. So I always ask those people to sit back when you're getting ready to make a decision. It's very hard for them to make a decision. It's very hard for them to do things that they've never done before and they've never had any feedback on because they don't know what that person's approval is going to be. And so I always ask them to really look inside and decide when you're making a decision, does this decision feel right with you? Tune out everything you've ever heard or any other noise, but does does it instinctively feel right to you? And if it does, do that make that decision and start to trust yourself. So uh, while most people are driven, we could feel that on the inside. We're like, yes, this is a good decision. I know this intuitively. They don't trust their intuition because they trust other people's. And so the last one is the perfectionist. That's me. Um, (laughs) I am, I'm the perfectionist at heart, but I absolutely have free spirit in me. And so the perfectionist is the one that, they have to be perfect. They have to be the expert in whatever they're doing. And so a lot of times you get that what they call analysis paralysis, right? Yes. And so I ask them the question is, are you still thinking about the plan that you always already made the plan to do? You know And that's usually how you find the perfectionists is that you're an overthinker. I'm an yeah. overthinker. And so while we have the best laid plans, we don't execute on them often. And so the one thing with the perfectionist is, is that they actually have muscle of execution. And so for them, much like the CEO is getting that one thing that you're going to do that you're uncomfortable with. And so do that first, you know, whatever your start time is in the morning, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, if there's no meetings, but there's an email you have to send out that you've been working on that email for literally a day, get that email out. And so it even makes them comfortable with making their own decisions too and saying that you're good enough, you can make this decision. So those are some ways that the bar method helps us just become uh, more productive.
0: How do you know where you fit? I mean, is it just like you read the description and a part of you identifies with that or is there an actual, um, is there an assessment a person could take to to see where they where they
1: lie. Yeah. So it's funny before the uh, podcast movement, I was creating kind of the assessment so people could go through and say, hey, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this because I feel like I am a little bit of both. So Mm -hmm. um, we are putting that up on our site. It's not up yet. But that is what we're using is, um, you know, just to say this is the kind of archetype that I am. This is where I lean heavily. Because like I said, I am a perfectionist, but I'm also a free spirit. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I,
0: I love those. And I love how um, directed they are at, at project management and actually like completion of things. Okay, everybody out there and elevate your eight land, raise your hand if you're working remotely for the first time ever, and you're just a little freaked out about it. Join the club, you guys, and know that you're definitely not alone. The current environment is dictating that we practice social distancing, which means many of us are setting up shop in our homes and trying to figure this the hell out. I really wanna help folks get through this, be distraction free, find that productive space in a home office that you don't really have. That's why I created a brand new ebook, Five Simple Secrets for Working From Home. The book gives you five steps to creating a space that makes you feel comfortable, sets you up for success, and lets you move forward during a time when it would be really easy to fall backwards. Working remotely doesn't have to be hard, you guys, but you do need to do a little bit of work, and that's what you got me for. Grab the free book right now at chrismcpeak.com. The link is right on the front of my homepage, in your face, and ready for you to grab it. But before you do that, why don't we get back to today's show? So you mentioned this earlier. Right now, people are working from home more than ever. Some are yeah. having more fun than others. Um, right. For people that are maybe working at home for the first time or they're having a really hard time feeling grounded in this, this new location scenario, like how would you advise people to, to get comfortable working from home and, and how to be productive there?
1: Yeah. You know, one of the first things, Chris, is like, we have to give ourselves grace Mm-hmm. because this working from home is not the same as working from home. When I can get up and go to the grocery store, pick my kids up from carpool. I can go to the mall. I can go get my hair done. This yeah. working from home is I made to work be- from home because the situation outside isn't safe. Mm-hmm. And so You have to give yourself grace because that alone, the stress, the concern, that alone causes us to, you know, kind of decrease or it can cause us to decrease in productivity just because of the sheer stress that's going on. And so to give yourself grace is number one. And know that although this new normal is going to make it, it's not really normal. And so I think giving yourself grace that the situation is different, life is different. And so it may look different than what even people who worked from home, I can guarantee life probably looks different working from home then and working from home now. You know, internet is becoming unstable. You're on and off Zoom. You're on and off different, you know, different uh, programs that we're used to using seamlessly, but it's overloaded because everybody's home. You become a homeschool teacher.
0: Mm hmm. No.
1: Yeah. And so whereas when you were working from home, you had that time, but now you're your homeschool teacher, you're trying to make sure things are good. So first giving yourself grace. And that's what I would say. Um, second is get dressed. So you don't have to put on a suit and tie, but you have to wash your face. You have to wash your face. You have to get up. You have to get dressed as if you were going to see someone. You don't have to be made up. That's fine. But you have to get up and you have to wash your face because what it does is it it does change, right? It changes us from pajamas, even if you're going to get back into like the same place or in the same area. So for me, my office is in my bedroom. So I have to get up because if I don't get up, then I want to lay around in the bed. And so getting dressed switches my brain to you were sleeping, you were resting, and now it's time to work. So I always say, get up and get dressed and wash your face. Yeah. Um, I did wash my face today. I didn't do my hair. Look at you. That's (laughs) fine. That's fine. But you washed your face and you got and I can't even tell that you didn't do your hair. So <laughs> Oh,
0: well, you're, you're so sweet. Yeah, I, uh, I have two offices here in the house because I have my day job, home office in the living room, and then <sighs> I have the side hustle office in the other bedroom. So I, I, I need to differentiate from that. I need yeah. to know when I'm at my day job, and then I need to know when I'm at my side hustle. And today we're off because in California, well, at least my part of California, we're celebrating... Uh, Caesar Chavez day on the 31st, other places <gasps> will celebrate it on the first oh, weirdest thing ever. I don't get it, but, um, so yeah, so I'm not working today, but I am working today because I have side hustle stuff that's got to get done and, right. and that worked out good. So I don't need to be in the living room because then I'm going to start checking work, you know, day job email and yeah. working on day job projects. So right here in my, <laughs> in my uh, guest room space is where, where it all happens. Oh, Chris, is, I
1: love that. This is the elevate your eight bunker right here. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But it's the same thing if, as changing your environment, right? And yeah. that's really what getting dressed is, is changing your environment. You kind of see, it's like one of my sleep pajamas into my work pajamas, right? And you've right. kind of seen that meme. Uh, and so we can get into that, but definitely I think getting dressed as if you were going somewhere yeah. Um, and you don't have to get dressed, dressed, but really just getting up and switching your brain from sleep to, you know, to work, to productivity. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that, that is a, a turning on of the switch for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I listened to your show yesterday and I and listened to the, um, the episode, The Power of One, and that was so special, um, so <sighs> meaningful. What is, when you refer to The Power of One, what exactly are you talking about and how can that be a source of motivation for people right now?
1: Yeah. So when I talk about the power of one in that particular episode, uh, I love shows. And so in that particular episode, I do talk about the show, A Million Little Things. Uh Um, But even at podcast uh, Evolutions, I talked about the power of one, which is one goal, one step, one day. And I think the the whole premise of that is that it is very hard to execute on anything Mm -hmm. when you're looking at it as everything that you have to do, right? We want to impact humanity. But when you think about all the issues of humanity, even this right now, if you want to help somebody, you're thinking, oh, I could help feed kids. Oh, I could help somebody create masks. Oh, I could, you know, hopefully send money to help someone find a cure, you know, all of these things. And so we get so overwhelmed with just the enormity of everything that's needed in the world. But if we think, power of one, the power of one decision, the decision made to wake up, Mm -hmm. the decision made to show up, uh, one step in my journey. It doesn't have to be the destination, but how am I going to get to the next step? So if it's, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to put my foot on the, on the ground and Mm -hmm. I'm going to go 10 steps. That's, that's one decision, one step. Uh, and so when I talk about the power of one, that is really what I'm talking about is that it is those one steps along the journey, the small movements. We didn't get here, Chris, by one big leap, right? right. By starting your podcast and saying I'm going to start my podcast and then leap. I'm at podcast evolutions and then leap. I'm meeting Portia and then leap. We're doing this podcast together. Right. It was the small steps, mm-hmm. every one step. And so when I talk about the power of one, that's really what it is, is just taking those small steps to get to the journey.
0: Yeah. And and knowing, too, that some of them might be uncomfortable. And so that step might take a little bit longer than than the one where it was
1: really easy to make that outreach but now like what what do i talk about and i don't exactly know what i want to talk about <laughs> absolutely and i think you go back right to not just this but giving yourself grace along the journey yeah is knowing that every step is not going to be the same but as long as i'm taking those steps so even when we're breaking down goals and we're saying okay you know between 30 to 45 days you're going to be bored And so let's break that down a little bit into a week so that I know when I accomplish this step, it pushes me forward. It gives me motivation to say I can do that. So in this climate, it is that one step that you're taking each and every day to be productive, to move towards your goals, to show up and how it works for you.
0: But now, I have to remember what my rapid fire questions are, and I think I can remember what they are so i start, I started doing this at the end of every show, and the questions have been the same, but I think after after today, I might have to tweak them okay um, okay, so first of all, would you rather take a nap or take a walk?
1: Oh, take a nap There you go that's <laughs> my girl would you are do you prefer red wine or white wine? Um, oh, that's a good one. I am a don't really drink much but I like sweeter wine so is that red or white (laughs) white white. a good a good Riesling it would be uh, a good sweet wine okay
0: Riesling is my favorite uh okay uh donuts or cupcakes oh donuts okay (laughs) let's see Madonna or Lady Gaga
1: um I'm gonna have to go with Lady Gaga okay is there a reason? It is a reason. I was hoping you were going to ask tell me. Tell me, tell me. You know what it is? Lady Gaga, when she first came out, everybody was like, Who is this crazy lady? And then she blew us away. Do you remember when she sang on the Oscars, The Sound of Music? Yep, I do remember that. I and totally remember that. Everybody was like, Wait a minute. She's genius. Like, yeah. how do you go from meat locker? To sound the sound of music. So, right. Yeah. I just, and do you remember
0: that's... the meme they did with that? Like when she kind of like, like swept her arm out and they yes. showed when Madonna fell on stage. And so it looked like she was yeah, in Madonna did. off stage. It did. I love both of those ladies. Madonna has been my girl for a long time, but I will say this lady Gaga has like way better acting chops than Madonna does. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's okay. What is the next question? Do you have any tattoos? I don't have
1: any tattoos, Chris, because
0: I don't pay for pain. Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) And then the last question, and of course, this is the huge one. This is the one that stresses me out, even as I'm about to ask it. In your opinion, who is the best Batman?
1: Oh. Chris, I got to be honest. You're not a Batman I, While I love (laughs) shows and movies, I'm terrible with actors. Oh, okay. (laughs) So... I think, um, who was the original Batman?
0: Well, if we're going way back to the 60s, that was Adam West, the TV show. But in movies, in Michael, movies. Ke- Michael Keaton was the first Batman. Oh, it
1: would have to be Michael Keaton just because I love Michael Keaton. I mean- There you go. Yeah. He was a very have-
0: good Batman. <laughs> he was a very good Batman because he was a good Bruce Wayne.
1: I know. I know.
0: That was the thing. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's Michael Keaton there you go. We have been talking to Portia Scott of Wake Up and Show Up. Portia, where can everybody find you if they want to listen to your show, connect with you on social, anything like that?
1: Absolutely. So it's Wake Up and Show Up, and you can listen on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you into your your uh favorite podcast ad. I'm on that platform. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, all at I am Portia Scott. And then you can go to Portia dot com to find me there.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, stay you, safe
1: out there. Thank you, Chris. You too. I appreciate it.
0: You know, what I think we need more than ever right now is a way to take care of ourselves and cope with what might be phrased as the new normal. Many of you are working from home for the first time ever. You're seeing your kids all day long and needing a way to connect with others in a way that's responsible and safe. I've got a one-stop shop for you at chrismcpeak.com forward slash coping. Do you need some self-care? Got it. How about some true reinvestment in your faith? No problem. Feeling, quote, stuck at home and need help and an escape? I've got your back. Some of my favorite peeps, including Allison Melody, Marissa Iman, and Ultimate Bundles have some kick-ass resources right now, and you can find all the goods at chrismcpeak.com forward slash coping. Be there or be square.